Dear Shooter, have you really paid attention to the layout and safety features of the range you use? Is it indoors? Outdoors? What is the attendant use of this range? Are there range officers? And if so, what kind? Are they really range officers? If you are considering building a range, you might want to listen up. You are not safe, and you are not sacred, and you're both hybrid. Built for comfort, not for speed. Yeah, that's uh, actually on my online profile. If you read it. Yeah. Yeah, farmers built, only? Built, yeah, farmers only. Built for comfort, not for speed. More of a Husqvarna than a Harley. I can hide one on your day. On what? I don't want to know. This is your shooter, so it's going to be everything clean. Yeah, no, that's what it is. I'm trying to help the listeners out here. Some of them are going, fucking what? That's a dead <laughs> <life> moment. <laughs> well, when you do a fact, there is no question, though. Oh, nobody right. even, Yeah, but I didn't even get agreement. You guys are all staring at me like I have a third hey. eye. Welcome to the Deer Shooter Podcast. Deer Shooter is brought to you by Wyotech, empowerment through self-reliance, and by Lucid Optics, on target, under budget. Good Thursday morning, and this topic came about because the last couple of days I've been working out at TSI, our home range, and fixing some things and, and basically revamping the entire long-range portion of it, and uh, Wilson, you and I started talking about this. I touched a nerve. Ah, geez. Range design, range setup, range use. I have been traveling in these circles for probably far too long. At the end of the day, I've seen it. I've had to deal with it from both a range design side or a legal side, working as an RTTA with the NRA. Um, We help ranges when they come under fire to mitigate their safety issues and or put things in place, whether it's personnel, schedule, training, whatever, to keep their range safe and useful. The whole idea is to keep it open and operational. Um, I've been on too many ranges, watched too many of the folks that work at the ranges, um, and poor design. This topic is almost endless. So where do you want to start? Well, uh, with the dinosaurs. Okay. Once upon a time. Now, we, we can totally do that. I, those of you that are considering putting in a range, whether it be at home or you're making it a, uh, a career-type enterprise, there are resources out there. Do not try and do this in a vacuum. Um, there's a lot of really, really smart guys out there that just miss some of the engineering controls that are necessary. Um, but how they're run is just as important about how they're built. Right. Well, let's let, let's start with something, and it's it's a common thing that I've seen in a lot of ranges. Uh, the berms are never high enough. Well, and, it, and that's one of those things that you could say, you know, no berm's ever going to be high enough. Um, we mitigate necessity for the height on a berm by putting other engineering controls in place, you know, bluebird baffles. Um, there are shooting tube designs where you, you can't get off or above the, the berm with your firearm. But most folks don't want to put those engineering controls in. Dirt's cheap at the end of the day. Now, big equipment operators, diesel fuel, not so cheap. But knowing how to stack it, where to stack it, and what kind of dirt to use. You just can't throw river rock gravel up and call it a, a good backstop. Right. You've got to have something that's going to capture those projectiles. That's right. So I don't we, know. Ricochet keeps things fun. 
they make a funny noise. Yes, they do. <laughs> but no, it's not fun. I, it, I actually was on a couple different range cases where ricochets were claimed, and I was never able to, in either of the cases, prove that a ricochet was the one that actually left the range. Um, you know, when a bullet hits its first impact, it loses 60% of its energy right out of the gate. It starts to tumble, and its path diminishes in velocity exponentially at that point. While they're, they're not a good thing, you can avoid a ricochet. They're not as dangerous and as horrific as people think they are. No, and that's one of the things, probably the, the most grievous injury that I've seen in a class. And fortunately, it wasn't mine, but there was a T-post that was just under the surface of the berm. Uh, and we had had a bullet ricochet off of that that it peeled the jacket, came back and, and hit the gal that had fired the round uh, just below her eye pro. So caught her in the cheek, uh, small cut, bled a little bit. I mean, nothing serious. Well, and, and that's a pretty extreme case. And, I mean, she should go buy a lottery ticket right now. Right. On the other side of it, having something hard like that inside 18 inches of the the soft outer cover of the backstop uh, that's just irresponsible right so i mean it was this a professional range or was this somebody's backyard deal this was a professional range okay um, and actually it was one of the better ranges that i i teach at um i'm not going to name the range but it it is one of the premier ranges it, it it was just probably one of their staff had laid it in the laid it up against the berm they were fixing something whatever Forgot about it over the winter. It had gotten covered with snow and dirt, and, and nobody saw it. All right. Well, you did bring it to their attention, and they fixed the situation, yes? Yes. Okay, good. Other things, you know, we're talking about berms. There are things to keep off the berms, like your children, your dogs. There are things that do not belong up there. I mean, whether people are shooting or not, nobody belongs on the berm. Unless you're doing structured maintenance, there's no reason for anybody to climb and mess around on the berm. They're there at a very specific angle and at a very specific depth of rock-free free, rock free dirt. Let me say that right. Um, because they're meant to capture a projectile. The more you monkey with them and put footprints in them, and it just degrades the berm overall. So stay off. That's not what they're for. Right. So let's talk about design for a second um right now we're working at tsi we are designing a long range range um where we have metered steel for developing dope on rifles we also have a lot of unknown range random stuff out there um let's talk about what goes into the 